I want to welcome all my friends from around the world. This is Wellness Talk, and I am George Batista, your host and your wellness advocate. Glad you guys could be with me this week. This week, new science on blood pressure. So we're going to be talking about a different way to lower your blood pressure that's very, very easy. In fact, 10 minutes a day. This is uh, was published in the Journal of Applied Physiology, and this is just 10 minutes of breathing exercises a day can lower blood pressure. 10 minutes of ease, of, of breathing exercises a day. I mean, that's, that's as simple as you can get. So we're going to go over the science of that. We're going to go over the study and how you can apply it to your life. Very, very good information. Then, from Wellness Resources, vitamin B12 and vitamin D needed for rotator cuff health. So, you know, the, the rotator cuff is one of those injuries where you a lot of people equate it to athletes, right? And and it is a uh, one of those one of those injuries that athletes do get, you know, that deal with a lot, especially like throwing balls and and stuff like that. Professional athletes specifically, but it can also uh, be an issue people getting older. It can be an issue just you know. Th there's many different things that can affect the rotator, you know, cuff, even if you are not a professional athlete and. We're going to talk about nutrition when it comes to rotator cuff. And I, I guarantee you, you probably didn't know that nutrition can actually help with this type of situation. So we're going to talk about exactly how vitamin B12 and D are needed specifically for rotator cuff health and um, what you can do on the nutrition side to help that if you're having an issue with it. And then we're also going to go into a little bit of the uh, biomechanics of the rotator cuff and what other things aside from nutrition can affect it as well. What, what other things, um, you know, if that you can improve to make it better as you get older, because um, obviously when you're getting older and dealing with these type of injuries, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, harder to recover from if you don't have the nutrients and you don't have the right posture and you don't have the right things going on. So we're going to take a look at that. And then our, we're going to do a nutrient spotlight for this week. It's going to be on the daily super pack from Wellness Resources. This is a convenience pack that you can take with you and uh, anywhere you're going. So uh, And it has all the vital nutrition you need in one pack. So I'm going to go over that, exactly what is in it and um, why it's so convenient. So that's what we got on tap for this week. And uh, before we go into that, uh, one announcement that I wanted to make as far as the website, obviously, georgebatista.com is where you can go and get all these articles and check out all the information. You could also listen to the podcast and you can also view this video that's usually up there right after we make the show. But also, those of you, if you don't want to have to go to the website all the time to read the articles, now we have a form up there where you can actually get our uh, announcements or our newsletter. You can actually just sign up for the uh, newsletter and it'll go directly to your email and basically you'll get all the articles as soon as they come out they'll be sent directly to your email and you will get this show so you know when the podcast comes out it'll you'll get a notification that it came out this way you guys can listen to it so and again you can either way if you want to do it you know you can go to the website and check it out there all the stuff there or if you just want to get it by email you can do that as well but you know, you can go there and sign up for it just in kind of an easier, a little more convenient for you guys uh, if you don't want to have to keep going to the website. Other than that, uh, that's what we got going on. All right, so let's get started. So again, published in the Journal of Applied Physiology, this is just 10 minutes of breathing exercises a day lowers blood pressure. So obviously, you know, we look at things like yoga, we look at things like deep breathing, meditation, all these types of things 
have been shown to lower blood pressure, but there hasn't been a lot of science behind it and a lot of studies on it. I mean, there has been some, but you know, this is like a little more mainstream science now that's coming on, you know, that's coming out about this. So what they're saying here is that just 30 deep breaths a day with an inhaler-like device. Now they were using a specific inhaler-like device. I don't think you would need to go that far, but let's just, you know, see how they, uh, how they talk about it here, but an inhaler-like device was uh, found to be as effective as medication. So think about that. 30 deep breaths a day with an inhaler-like device was just as effective as blood pressuring, uh, blood pressure lowering medication. So, and the idea behind this was that the device creates resistance, forcing the patient to use their breathing muscles and, and to push and pull air through it. Obviously now keep in mind the more the more you do these types of things, the more uh, strength you're going to have in your lungs, right? Your breathing muscles and that type of thing. So, so uh, scientists, but I'm, I'm reading directly from the uh, from the study here. Scientists believe having strong respiratory muscles allows for deeper breathing without the device. So, in essence, the issue is to eventually not have to use the device. So, um, it is it is thought that taking Taking in deep breaths helps to dilate the blood vessels, allowing more blood flow through them and to lower the blood pressure. So that's kind of the thinking behind this study. So this is what they did. And this is from the, uh, these were researchers from the University of Colorado Boulder and the University of Arizona. They looked at 128 healthy adults ranging in age from 18 to 82 for a span of six weeks. Okay. So six week trial. And the participants used a $32 power breath device for about five to 10 minutes each day, taking 30 deep breaths. Okay. Very interesting. So um, within two weeks, participants started to see improvements with very few side effects. So two weeks already, they're seeing the improvements doing this every day. And that's the key, right? Doing this every single day. Now, um, by the trial's end, researchers saw an average drop of nine millimeters of mercury in their systolic blood pressure. So the systolic is the higher number, right? So you have the systolic is the higher number. The diastolic is the low number. Okay. So the systolic pressure is kind of more of the push of the blood pressure versus the diastolic, which is more of the relaxation. So they saw, they saw a nine point drop in their systolic blood pressure. That's huge. And again, this is as effective, they're saying this, and I'm not saying this, they're saying this is as effective as blood pressure lowering medication, okay? And uh, this is huge stuff. So think about why this is important because so many people are on blood pressure medications, right? And and let, let's talk a little bit about blood pressure and, and kind of, you know, the concept of it because you have to understand that blood pressure in and of itself is a symptom of something, right? It's not, I mean, I know in the textbooks, they call it a disease and I, I understand that. I, we kind of know why they do that. But at the end of the day, when you look at the human body and you look at physiology, the blood pressure is a symptom of something going on. It's your body's way of regulating itself, right? Because the body regulates its own blood pressure, right? That's the way the human body does it. And it elevates it for certain reasons and it lowers it for other reasons. And there's, there has to be a balance. So for example, when you're running down the street, running up the stairs or whatever, 
the body has to raise blood pressure. Why? Because they, it needs to get the blood flowing through the circulation to get to the arms and the legs and everything you need to run, right? That's, that's kind of how that works. Well, the, the concept is once you're not in that, in that mode anymore, then the blood pressure lowers. Okay. So that's, that's very, very key. And another thing is that, uh, one of the things that deep, uh, diaphragmatic breathing does is that it helps nitric oxide. And I've talked about nitric oxide on this show many, many times, basically, right? It, it's a little gas in your blood vessels that helps the blood vessels dilate, right? So think about it. Um, you're taking deep breath through your nose. You're activating nitric oxide, which is in turn helping the blood vessels become more pliable, right? You don't want stiff blood vessels. You want them to be nice and pliable so the blood can flow through freely, okay? And if the blood can flow through freely through those blood vessels, then there's more of a chance that the blood pressure will be lower because the heart doesn't have to pump as hard to get the blood to flow through the vessels in the first place. So that's kind of the concept, right? So this is why, again, systems like yoga, systems like deep um, meditation, breathing, and those types of things are so effective. Now we're seeing it in this study. The science is actually showing that it is really, really um, effective when it comes to lowering blood pressure. Now, also, remember another thing that deep breathing does is that it calms the sympathetic nervous system, right? So you have the sympathetic, you have the parasympathetic nervous system, right? Uh, parasympathetic is rest and repair. The sympathetic is your fight or flight. So blood pressure helps to lower over time your sympathetic nervous system to kind of bring, bring down your fight or flight. So again, this is something that happens over time. Like they started seeing uh, results in two weeks, but if you really think about it, I mean, it's, it's huge. They it's, I mean, even just two weeks of this is a huge thing. So I always say, you know, even if it's something simple like this, why not? Why not try this? I mean, consistency is going to be the key really, if you think about it. So now, obviously this is not a replacement. If you are on blood pressure medications, you talk to your doctor and you, you know, you deal with your doctor when it comes to whether you want to you know, lower the blood pressure medication or stay on it or, or whatever the case may be. But why not add something like this to your regimen? So in the morning or in the evening, let's say you're getting home from a stressful day or whatever it is, take 10 minutes and just do 30 deep diaphragm, diaphragmatic breaths a day. You don't need an inhaler. I mean, you can use it if you, if you want to, but you really don't need it. I would suggest just sitting there calmly. Obviously, if you have kids, kind of put them away in the room. but Calmly, no TV, no radio, whatever. Just calmly take 30 deep breaths to help settle yourself. And over time, you're going to get the benefits. And obviously, in this study, you're seeing the benefits of this. So again, this is this is good information on blood pressure. I think it's something it's worth exploring. Those of you who do yoga, then you know it's a great thing. I've done yoga for many, many, many years, and it actually has helped me immensely, the breathing. I also do something called foundation training, which helps my back, but there's also deep breathing involved in that as well. Again, helps me to calm my, you know, my sympathetic nervous system. So just something to take a look at uh, for those of you who want to keep your blood pressure low or you want to start lowering it. Um, but I think this is the perfect tool for your toolbox. All right. Next vitamin B12 and vitamin D needed for rotator cuff health. This is from wellness resources. So we're going to talk a little bit about the rotator cuff and why nutrition 
is going to be key in this. This is very, very um, important. And this is actually cutting edge research on this. So um, what it says here, and I'm going to quote from the article, cutting edge research shows that certain nutrients impact the health of your rotator cuff and aging well, aging well more than previously known. So let's take a look at the rotator cuff, obviously in your shoulder, right? Your shoulder area. So you have to remember the show, the shoulder is a ball and socket joint. Okay. So you have the ball of the, up, uh, of the upper arm bone. Okay. What's uh, the head, which is called a humerus. And it fits into a socket, which is called a labrum. Okay, so that's kind of how that works. A ball and socket joint. Okay. And um, what happens is you have on top of this, you have muscles and tendons around the ball and the socket of the rotator cuff. Now, these muscles, you have four muscles that actually make up what are called uh, muscle rotators. They're rotators, basically. Okay. And they're kind of what holds everything in place, okay? So they hold the shoulder joint complex together and allows you to move your arm in all different directions. It's very different from like the thigh bone, right? Where it's a, it's a little bit different. Uh, the, sh you know, the shoulder is designed to be able to move all different directions, okay? So that's why you have this, the way your, your rotator cuff and the way these muscles are uh, designed and, and the way it fits into the socket or the labor, okay? So... Now, what can what can affect this? So, you know, obviously, things like excess oxidation, okay, stress occurs, okay, or it causes the tendons to swell. Uh, if you have a trauma, if you have things that happen, wear and tear, okay. So over time, the tendons uh, remodel with less healthy connective tissue, and they become thin and develop what's called micro tears. And as the degenerative process continues, Larger tears develop, which cause significant pain, and again, loss of function, loss of movement in the arm and the and the and you know the upper arm, the shoulder, and that type of thing. So, this is where things can start to get out of balance. Now, what are the factors that affect joint integrity? Okay, so you have trauma again. So you know, let's say you're an athlete, football or whatever, or you just you know hurt yourself in some way, an accident or whatever. Right? Trauma can can do it. Poor posture can do it. Okay. Um, bad sleeping positions can do it. Um, they can all affect the mechanical integrity of the rotator cuff and the tendons and the muscles. Okay. So just a few things that, you know, you need to take a look at when it comes to this, because, um, you know, if you have there, there's things, you know, there's things that can affect as you get older. One of the big things that can affect this also is uh, an impingement, right? So you have what's called a brachial plexus that comes from the base of the neck all the way down through your shoulders all the way. And it's, these are nerves that come down your arm and can affect, this is where carpal tunnel syndrome, you know, starts to get into play and those types of things. So if you have any kind of impingement, that can also affect the shoulder, okay? It can affect what's called the bursa of the shoulder or, and it can lead to things like bursitis and stuff like that. But also, one significant thing that a lot of chiropractors deal with, and it's what's called forward head posture or uh, kyphosis, they call it. Basically, you've seen people, especially a lot of people who get that get older, where their muscles start to weaken, shoulder muscles weaken, back muscles weaken, that type of thing. Or again, it could be an injury or trauma where their head starts to kind of come forward. You'll see that they have kind of a hunchback type thing that actually doubles the pressure on the disc, especially the disc of the cervical spine. And it can also put pressure on the nerves, which can actually lead to pressure coming down, 
you know, into the shoulder, shoulder pain, shoulder impingement. It can actually lead to elbow pain, even all the way down to the wrist. Again, carpal tunnel syndrome, things like that. So obviously, posture has can have a big thing to do with this as well as you get old. This is why it's important when you get into your older years to make sure that you're that you're keeping those muscles strong, that you're keeping your not only your back muscles strong, but your shoulder muscles strong, your neck muscles, all these things to try to avoid that um, that forward head posture. Because again, it's it's putting a lot of pressure on the discs and on the nerves. Now, keep in mind that when your when your head is forward, the 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 what the body does. It actually does everything it can to pull that head back. And this is where you start to get spasms because the muscles actually start to spasm out trying to correct itself. Because remember, the body's doing everything it can to correct itself, to put itself back into and 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 deal with what's called proprioception. Now, proprioception is your body's, uh, your, the signals from your brain into your muscles, right, for example, and your body's position in space. So your body needs to know, your brain needs to know where your body is. And if it's, the body's out of alignment, it's constantly trying to put itself back into alignment. And this is where you start to get pain and, uh, you know, uh, tightness and stiffness and those types of things. So again, um, I'm kind of diverging from the article here, but I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about another big factor that can affect the shoulder and it, you know, it says it here, rounded shoulders and in these types of things and poor posture can affect it as well. So just something to think about when you guys are looking at, uh, you know, shoulder problems, rotator cuff problems and things like that. Something to check out. Now, again, age is also a significant factor as adults 55 and older are more likely to deal with rotator cuff tear. So more than 50% of individuals over the age of 80 uh, actually have rotator cuff tears. Now, rotator cuff surgery um, is uh, has a very, very poor, um, uh, a very, very poor success rate. Okay, so it's actually the the numbers are basically thirteen percent to ninety four percent due to poor tendon to bone healing. So basically, what they've said was, I mean, literally, I've seen numbers as about seventy nine to eighty percent of um, rotator cuff surgeries end up with a re tear later on. And it, again, this, this is not just athletes. This is just people in general. Okay. So it's a very, very poor, um, you know, it's a, it's a poor surgery and it actually, it, it just doesn't work out well for most people. I'm not saying it doesn't help everybody. I'm sure it does help some folks, but, um, the, the failure rate is really, really high on it basically. Okay. So let's talk about nutrition and the rotator cuff. So in an effort to understand rotator cuff tissue health, researchers have evaluated a handful of nutrients and found that vitamin B12 and vitamin D are involved with rotator cuff tendon health, right? So cutting edge research demonstrates that these nutrients are essential to manage oxidative stress levels within your rotator cuff tendons and the bone attachment sites. So we know we know about B12, obviously, we know how important it is, but there was a recent study that demonstrated that B12 inadequacy was an independent risk factor for degenerative changes of the rotator cuff tendons. So just B12 alone, B12 inadequacy was enough to change the, uh, the structure and to actually cause degeneration in the rotator cuff tendons. That's huge. Okay. Very, very huge. So 
Vitamin B12, we know it's, uh, <clears throat> it's called cobalamin. I talk about it all the time on this show. It affects a lot of things in the human health, right? It, takes, it obviously affects blood cells, affects nerves. It affects uh, cholesterol metabolism, uh, energy. Uh, it affects homocysteine, which is a obviously a you know a uh, an inflammation marker, right? You don't have enough B12, you can't you can't deal with the homocysteine that builds up, okay? And it it is required. B12, enough B12 is, is required to metabolize the homocysteine. If you're not metabolizing the homocysteine, it gets up really high. It is where you can end up with lots of things like heart problems and all types of inflammation in the body. So B12 is key on this. Now, one of the problems with homocysteine, if, B12, if you don't have enough B12 to metabolize it, is uh, high levels of homocysteine, they cause a, they cause a production of an inflammatory matrix called metalloproteinase compounds or MMPs. Now, what are metal, metal, uh, metalloproteinase compounds? So it's a large family of calcium deposit zinc containing compounds that are responsible for the degeneration of tissue, cartilage, elastin, and all these things that make up the structure of your body. So if, if you have a, a really high amount of these MMPs, it's actually it's actually more likely to cause the degeneration of the collagen tissues, the, you know, all these things that are responsible again for making up the structure in your body. Okay, so this is why B12 is key. So now scientists delved deeper into homocysteine metabolism, uh, vitamin B12, and how it affected the connective tissue health. And research results showed that increased homocysteine levels and low B12 caused elevated MMP levels in collagen. And obviously it made it a really pro-inflammatory compound and therefore it stressed out all the tissues here. So again, high homocysteine, low B12, not a good, you know, not a good thing for, and not a good thing really for any, for, for your whole body, but specifically we're looking at the joints, we're looking at, um, you know, rotator cuff. Now, because of the high homocysteine and the increased presence of MMPs, oxidative tissue stress occurred in the rotator cuff and the muscles and tendons and the bone. So it led to the development of poor quality collagen. It led to uh, increased risk of tendon tears, and it also led to diminished bone density. So huge, huge stuff here, huge. So um, you got to make sure you got enough B12 and keep in mind that B12 also is a, it's a huge antioxidant, helps to squash the reactive oxygen species or the free radicals that you deal with pretty much on a daily basis, helps to protect the, uh, and support the master antioxidant glutathione works very, works together with glutathione. So um, another thing, a low B12 status also is associated with higher production of pro-inflammatory cytokines and gene expression changes that affect connective tissue quality and collagen strength. Okay. So, uh, the optimum range for, um, uh, for vitamin B12 is roughly around 500 micrograms to about 1300. Uh, but you know, that's, that's typically what you'll get you know, let's say, you know, you'll get it in a good multivitamin. So take a look at these multivitamins that have, you know, a good B12 in it. And then also you have to understand that there's a lot of factors that can go into you not having enough B12. I've talked about it in the last podcast as well. Again, I'm not going to dive way into it like I've done before, but again, just thing, I just want to remind you what can affect B12 status. Okay. Obviously stomach acid, low stomach acid, because one of the things that 
happens in your body uh, that is needed for for B12 to get produced is something called intrinsic factor, okay? And uh, this is something in your digestive tract that is secreted that helps with the um, what helps with the absorption of B12 and helps your body make B12 in the first place. Okay. So if you have, uh, if you don't have enough intrinsic factor, you're not making B12 in your digestive tract. Okay. Other factors like the use of medications, right? So we know the use of acid blocking medications, huge, huge, uh, for you not being able to metabolize a lot of these nutrients, especially B12. So if you're on a proton pump inhibitor, Prilosec and all these types of things, Keep in mind that your B12 status could be low. Other things like metformin, birth control pills, uh, all, all these types of things impact your B12 status. So, and, you know, obviously where can B12 be found? Animal proteins, you have it in your beef, you have it in your pork, fish, eggs, and poultry. Um, you have to, you know, those of you who are on a plant-based diet, you have to make sure that you are getting enough of it because B12 can be lacking in a plant-based diet. So the type of B12 supplement we always uh, talk about here is the coenzyme form or the active form of B12, which is called methylcobalamin. It can, there's also another form called adenosyl cobalamin. Those are the ones that are most bioavailable. And those are the, those are the only ones that I recommend. Uh, the low quality B12, again, when you look at your supplements, you're gonna, it's going to say cyanocobalamin. It has poor cellular usage, poor bioavailability, okay? Um, the coenzyme B12 is the one that I, always, um, that I always advocate for. Now, obviously, in this show, we advocate for the Wellness Resources brand of supplements. That's our supplement brand of choice. Wellness Resources has been around, you know, for over 35 years. And they are in the, foref the forefront of, you know, clinically formulated nutritional supplements. So if you want to take a look at B12 in some of their supplements, you can look at the Daily Energy Multivitamin. You can look at the Super Coenzyme B Complex. You can look at uh, their mini multis for kids, the prenatal vitamins. Uh, but those all have good amount of B12 in it. All right. So now let's take a look at vitamin D. So we talked first it was B12 and now it's vitamin D. So what's the, um, what's the rotator cuff vitamin D connection, right? So on the head of the humerus, there are, there are bone bumps or attachment sites where the rotator cuff tendons are attached, okay? And um, what's interesting, okay, is that vitamin D is required for bone density and remodeling of those tissues and those sites on, on, the, uh, on the head of the humerus, okay? So it stimulates the growth of new bone, and strengthens the muscles affecting the rotator cuff tendon attachments. So vitamin D also offsets, again, factors like the MMPs that we talked about in the other paragraph, which actually, you know, those MMPs, again, we know that causes collagen breakdown. Okay, now, there were studies, I'm reading directly from this here, the studies showed that optimal vitamin D status improved bone formation and healthier rebuilding of collagen fibers in the rotator cuff. So research, research also shows that... Uh, Decreased bone density with low vitamin D status is an independent risk factor for tendon attachment tears and uh, contributes to a high failure rate of rotator cuff surgery, right? Again, don't have enough of the vitamin D, you're, you're more at risk to have problems, even if you're having surgery. So obviously, we want to make sure we have enough of the vitamin D in there. Um, another thing is that there was a... Uh, there was a meta-analysis and they found that several nutrients help 
for other aspects of rotator cuff tendon health and recovery. So let's talk about some of these other nutrients. We looked at, there was, they talked about omega-3s, right? EPA and DHA, collagen peptides, MSM sulfur, hyaluronic acid, chondroitin and glucosamine, arginine, which is an amino acid, vitamin C, we all know our buddy vitamin C, curcumin, right, anti-inflammatory, bromelain and, and boswellia, also anti-inflammatory. Those are called adaptogens. But curcumin, uh, bromelain, and boswellia are very, very anti-inflammatory, plus obviously vitamin C. So uh, again, you know, even if you're getting some kind of inflammation in the joints, whatever the joints, or you're, you know, dealing with any kind of collagen issues, these nutrients can help again, alongside with the B12 and the vitamin D. So good stuff here when it comes to B12. And, and, and now keep in mind, again, looking at, when you look at the rotator cuff, again, I said that there were four muscles that basically make up and they're called the rotator muscles, right? Um, one of the big ones that actually tends to either get teared or, or, or really starts to weaken, is called a supraspinatus. Okay. This is what, this is the smaller of the muscles here. Okay. That, uh, that is most vulnerable to tears. And this is the one that they try to repair a lot. Okay. But this is the one that you want to make sure that has enough of the nutrients, uh, because it's, you know, it's the one that's most prone to problems. Okay. So again, things to look at when it comes to a rotator cuff at the end of the day, okay? Nutrient status, number one. My suggestion would be make sure you got enough nutrition. Make sure you got optimal vitamin D and B12, okay? That's key. If you're dealing with any kind of inflammation, you can take a look at curcumin, boswellia. Uh, you can take a look at all, you know, vitamin C, all these things that are anti-inflammatory to make sure you're getting the inflammation down. Now, again, looking at posture, kyphosis, right? When you have your actual, you know, uh, or what's called forward head posture. If you're dealing with that, that's something that can affect it as well. Your posture in general, weak back muscles, weak shoulder muscles, weak neck muscles, right? Cervical neck muscles, that, that could be a problem. So all these things have to be take, you know, you have to take a look at this. And if you're dealing with any of these kind of things, um, and by the way, just so you know that, um, there has been research shown that even if you have a, even if you have done surgery for rotator cuff, and again, you, you keep getting tears or you keep having pain or problems, that's when you want to look at the spine, look at the cervical spine, look at, you know, look at your, um, uh, your, your posture. A lot of people don't realize that they're walking around with terrible posture. A lot of, just a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't realize that their head is forward, right? Forward head posture. So my suggestion in those instances Obviously, nutrition is not going to, you know, not going to prevent you from having a forward head posture, but going to a corrective chiropractor, they're the ones that can actually usually can get things back aligned. So I would suggest, you know, checking out a corrective chiropractor in your area if you can and uh, just kind of getting their assessment on this, but very, very important stuff on this. And um, I think uh, it's worth taking a look at. But again, brand new science on the uh, nutrients and the rotator cuff. Um, take a look at it. And I think, uh, you know, it'll be, it's very interesting stuff to take a look at. All right. Finally, our, uh, daily, uh, or actually our weekly spotlight, even though I haven't done it in the last couple of weeks, but we're doing a nutrient spotlight this week. We're going to talk about wellness resources, daily super pack. And what is this? Well, it's kind of a convenience pack. So you get in a big container 
And it actually is a pack. They come in packs because those of you who buy from wellness resources, you know, most of wellness resources, they come in bottles like normal. And you may have to, if you, if you have two or three different supplements, you may have to use this like a pill box or something like that to make sure you organize them. Well, this is an actual pack. They come in, they come wrapped in these packs and you can take them with you. So let's say you're going on a trip or something like that. You can actually take these convenience packs and they're great. They're, you know, they don't take up a lot of space. And what do they have in them? They have, they have all the nutrition you need in one pack. So what do they contain? They contain the daily energy multivitamin, right? Obviously it's the multivitamin, multimineral complex. That is uh, the foundation of all the nutrition from wellness resources that I talk about. They contain the daily protector, eye and immune. This is your huge antioxidant formula that's great for the eyes, the skin, uh, for cellular health. It has all the antioxidants you need. It even has coenzyme Q10 to help to protect the heart as well. Okay. It has the daily DHA, right? Molecularly distilled fish oil. Okay. Which helps obviously to support mood, learning, cardiovascular health, and bone strength. Okay. It has the has daily super E, that's wellness resources, uh, vitamin E supplement, the premier vitamin E supplement that obviously it's a superior form of vitamin E and helps obviously with cardiovascular health. It has the daily bone excel. Okay. This is where you get your highly uh, absorbable calcium, magnesium, vitamin D with additional cofactors again, to keep your bones strong. And then it has the daily detoxify. So again, it's, this is the top liver formula. It helps to improve toxin clearance out of your liver. And it's the premier uh, detoxifier from wellness resources. So it has all these formulas in one pack. Okay. So again, this is one of those convenience things. You can take it with you. If you're traveling, you just take a handful, however many you need, put it in your bag. You just rip open the bag. You take the pills, boom, you're done. You're good to go. And you got your nutrition for the day and you got your whole body nutrition for the day. So again, I recommend the daily super pack. Fantastic. Fantastic. We want to get your whole nutrition. You know, I know a lot of people are weary about taking pills, but these are, these are some of the most highly absorbable pills you're going to, you're going to get, I'm telling you. So, and again, you know, on this show, I do not do low quality stuff. I don't talk about low quality stuff on this show. So if I'm recommending this it's because I use them, my family use them. I've used them with all different, you know, people that I've counseled and I'd help. And I've seen results not only in my family and in my friends, but also people that I've worked with. So that's why I recommend this because they are very, very superior, high quality supplements. And those of you who want to take a look at it, you can go to the link down below and, uh, or you can go to myvitaminresource.com and check out the supplements. And by the way, again, there's a, uh, there's a discount free shipping. So if you, if you put in, if you type in the word counterparts, when you're at checkout, you'll get free shipping on any order. And that's, you know, that's uh, my little gift to you guys to help you guys out, get some free shipping on that. So, uh, so that's it for this week. Um, again, go to georgebatista.com. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this. And again, if you want the newsletter, if you want the articles directly to your inbox, or if you want this show directly to your inbox as far as the notification, go to georgebatista.com and sign up for the email, and you'll get uh, all this stuff directly to your email box. All right, guys. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the information. Hope you guys have a great week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And don't forget, control your health. Have a great day.